Hello, everyone. Praise God. What a delight it is to be with you once again today to our Abundant Life Family Church online broadcast. I'm Pastor Monty. This is Pastor Don. And we're excited. Great things are happening. Yes, they are. A couple weeks away now from our election here in the United States. And God wants to do amazing things. Mm -hmm. And we, as his children, get to pray. And we've been teaching on the subject of prayer these last several weeks as we move towards the election. And we all have a part to play in voting and as Christians in our prayer closet. Amen. Once again today, we're going to get right into the Word of God in just a moment. We want to thank everyone again for their continued faithful support uh, to the church and helping us so that we can make these broadcasts available to you and uh, get the gospel out and get the good news out and win souls before the Lord Jesus Christ comes. Once again today, we're going to be receiving communion towards the end of the service. If you want to get that ready at this time, that would be a great time to do it. And uh, get your Bibles, of course, and uh, let's get right into the Word of God. Amen. 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 We're living in exciting times, and I want you to open up again today to First uh, Timothy, First Timothy, and we're going to look at First Timothy chapter 2. And uh, we've been looking at this as a key scripture as we've been in this particular series now these last several weeks. Here we have New Testament instructions, Paul writing to Timothy by inspiration of the Holy Spirit to tell us what we need to do to get the results that we want to have on the earth. And Amen. of course, they originate with God. They're actually God's re intended results. So we pick up in 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 1, and it says, I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Mm -hmm. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. That is God's supreme desire That's right. for this whole world, every person in it, to come to a saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. He goes on to say in verse 5, for there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Whereunto I am ordained a preacher, an apostle, I speak the truth in Christ and lie not, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and verity, I will, therefore, that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. Heavenly Father, as we come to you today, we come on the basis of your precious word. And we thank you, Lord, as we gather around the name of Jesus. We thank you once again for his presence here in our midst, opening up the word of God, the living word of God to us, to our spirits, by help of the Holy Spirit. And we thank you today for teaching us things that we did not know, and bringing to our remembrance things you've already said that perhaps we've laid aside or even forgot about. And Lord, we give you all thanks and praise and glory for every need met today in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, as we just read there, we see that Paul told Timothy to put first things first. And we've went through this many times here these last several weeks, especially as we're moving up towards the elections, and we've been teaching on prayer, because prayer, as we're praying for this nation, is so vitally important. Mm -hmm. We need to vote. 
And we remind you uh, to go out and vote if you haven't done it already. I know there's a lot of people that have already taken the opportunity to go ahead and vote, but make sure you do. That's right. You may think that my single vote is not significant, but it is significant because if everyone has the same mindset and the same mindset's wrong, then it one plus one plus one, you know, hundreds, thousands, it all adds up. Mm -hmm. So your vote does make a difference no matter where you live. So go out and make sure and vote, okay? But let's make sure and vote in our prayer closets. That is important for us as Christians because we know that prayer is fellowship with God and we need to come to the Lord and ask for his intervention, mm -hmm. ask for his help and not assume anything. Sometimes even people uh, from a natural standpoint, they assume that their, their uh, favorite person running for their particular office, wherever it may be or whatever it may be, is gonna just, is a shoe in to win. We never want to assume things. We never want to assume that the deal's done. Uh, <laughs> like one person said in the realm of business, he said, the deal's not done until the check clears the bank. And <laughs> that is true. And it isn't over till it's over. Mm -hmm. So don't be moved by the polls. Don't be moved by what people are saying or not saying. We just need to do our part, which is we can vote. And then, of course, what we're talking about right now is voting in the prayer closet. And most, more specifically, taking this before Almighty God. Mm -hmm. Because our Father wants to have a harvest in these last days. Mm -hmm. He wants the United States of America to burn and blaze bright with the gospel going forth unhindered. So not only here, but around the world. Mm -hmm. And praise God, our prayers are making a difference. Mm -hmm. Even as we've even seen in the nat national level with things happening, things being uncovered. And we've been praying that way for a long time. And I know many of you have been praying that way and many other churches and ministers. So uh, it's not like we're the only ones. But when the Lord gives us the opportunity to pray, and one thing for sure, the Holy Spirit knows how to bring out things that need to be brought out and mm -hmm. open people's eyes so they can see the truth about things. And that's really important for us in this day and this hour. Mm -hmm. We want to be on the right side of the equation with whatever we're doing. And that is in the natural and in the spiritual. And of course, praying is the right thing to do, but praying scripturally. So that's why we start off there with 1 Timothy 2. Now, last week, we got right into uh, talking about some prayer habits, prayer habits. And it's so important for us as Christians to not just pray when it's election time or we're, when we're in a crisis moment. Mm -hmm. It's so important for us to pray at all times, uh, in all seasons, whether it's good times or bad times, whether we got plenty of money or we don't have plenty of money. Mm -hmm. We're healthy or we're not so healthy and we're not feeling good. It makes no difference. God never changes. His word never changes. Mm -hmm. And it's important for us as believers in this day and this hour to be steadfast yeah. in coming before the Lord every day mm -hmm. and praying, seeking his face. We've been talking about that, haven't we, honey, for the last sure. several weeks about seeking the face of God. And we brought up back in the Old Testament, one example that shines very brightly out, and there's many we could look at, but we looked at the life of, of King Asa in his 41-year 40 40 reign, 
how the first 10 years had peace, but he was, he commanded the people to seek God, every one of them. Mm -hmm. And that would be such a breath of fresh air in the United States of America if we had some politician come out and say, you know what? I'm commanding everybody to seek the Lord. <laughs> now, of course, the people that <laughs> don't want anything to do with God, they wouldn't be happy about that. That's but right. the Christians would say, Yahoo, wonderful. <laughs> that would be such a blessed thing to have happen. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, more than likely, that's not going to happen. So we as Christians, we know full well what we need to do. Even as Paul told Timothy there, that first of all, with supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Now, praying is something that we should do ongoingly. Election time, no election time. Good times or not so good times. Right. But particularly, we're focusing in on this because you have a prayer supply. And we've been talking about that. And seeking God, when you have a nation that seeks out, and our nation needs so much help. Mm -hmm. There's so much division. There's so many problems. But let's look on the bright side of things. There's lots of wonderful things too. This is a wonderful country uh, to live in. But one thing for sure is we never want to take our freedoms uh, for granted because they can disappear. Yes. Just like what we've seen with this coronavirus going on here these last several months, mm -hmm. how basically overnight everything come to a standstill and was shut down. Yes. Well, we want to keep things open because, again, this goes back to the saving of souls. And to save souls, we need to be able to get the gospel out. Mm -hmm. And to get the gospel out, things have to be opened up, right? That's right. That's right. And in the whole process, God doesn't want us afraid of being sick or getting a disease or getting the virus or having problems like that. There's many of these things that are going to happen even more so in the days ahead. We haven't seen anything yet. So we need to be steadfast, brothers and sisters. We need to hold fast to the word of God and develop as a lifestyle, good prayer habits Amen. to pray. Now, last time, I want you to turn back over there to uh, Luke chapter 18. And we were reading there in Luke 18, and we didn't even get all the way through it last time. But here what we see here is the Lord Jesus speaking a parable. And he said in verse one, as he spoke this parable, to this end. So in other words, this was the bottom line, that men ought always to pray and to not faint. There's much that could be said in that verse alone. Mm -hmm. Men ought always to pray. Well, we just read that, I would that all men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and downing, back there in 1 Timothy chapter 2. So here we have it again. And of course, this is coming from the master himself, the Lord Jesus. And he said, I, to this end that men ought always to pray. Mm -hmm. There's always something to be prayed about. Yes. And right now we're talking about the prayer of intercession. Mm -hmm. We're talking about praying and lifting up this nation. You know, amen. Yes, I, amen. And one thing, you know, um, it, it seems to me, in, based on the word of God, that God's, he's all or nothing. It was, we can see from the scriptures, because the Lord doesn't mince his words in sharing in his word what he wants us to do. And so when you see the key word, always, 
that's not just some of the time. He always wants us to pray. That's one of our keys to not fainting, right. becoming weary and well-doing or, you know, or growing weak. And then I, I like what First um, Thessalonians has to say here too. Verse 17, it says that we're supposed to pray. It's <clears throat> chapter 5, 1 Thessalonians 5, 17. says pray without ceasing. So, you know, that's Paul's instruction. He was given instruction to the Thessalonians there, you know, at the church there. Mm -hmm. But that, those are our keys. These are things that we need to live by. And everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in That's Christ right. Jesus concerneth you. And then he goes on to say in verse 21, prove all things, hold fast that which is good. So these are keys, once again, for our success, for us to live a victorious life. And these are for today. Mm -hmm. You know, we live by the epistles. We live by these letters. We live by the word of God because it's, it's breathing life into our situations today. That's yes. why we need to hold fast. Then the reason why you hold fast is something is because it can slip. You know, we mm. need to give earnest heed, like um, Hebrews uh, 2, 1 says. We need to give earnest heed, lest at any time these things should slip. To the things we've heard. To the things we've heard. So, mm -hmm. And then you see there in Philippians 4, it talks about everything that's pure, lovely, good report. We need to hold fast to those things. Think on these and things. And think on these things, mm -hmm. because as a man thinketh, so is he. So that's why, you know, we're being fed the word of God today and feeding you the word of God so we can put ourselves in remembrance. Amen. And you might say, well, I already know these things. That's praise God. But we don't we don't want we we don't want to forget them. We want to hold fast because things of the world or the business yeah. of life, busyness of life can try to take the these things from us or cause us to get distracted. <clears throat> that's exactly right. So praise God, we can hold fast. Yes. So men ought always to pray. Men ought always to pray and to faint not. So always in all seasons. Not to now I'm reminded, honey, that we looked at this a few weeks ago and it bears repetition, but King Asa, mm -hmm. when he had this 41 year reign, his life didn't end up that well because he was diseased in his feet. But the Bible tells us and he didn't get healed of that. And he died, but he, he sought not the Lord, but the physicians. Now, at the beginning of his reign, and at different times, he sought the Lord first. Yes. Now, with that being said, that doesn't mean you shouldn't go to the doctor, that we don't believe in doctors, doctors and nurses. They're trying to help people. Mm -hmm. And yes, there's, you know, some bad ones, but there's bad people and all kinds of different places. Very true. So, but doctors and nurses and medical attendants, they're trying to help people to get well. That's their heart. That's why they do what they want to. At least most people, that's why they want to go into the medical profession because they care about people, want to help them. That's right. Well, Asa didn't go to the Lord first mm -hmm. and he knew better. He knew better. So as a Christian, when... You run into a problem, a crisis, some sickness, disease tries to come upon you, a financial need, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. The first thing you want to do is run to the Lord. Amen. The first thing you want to do is go into the scriptures and find out what God has already said about that. Even though you may full well know what his will is, go over and revisit those scriptures mm -hmm. and freshly get them deep down in your heart. Speak the word of God over your situation. Amen. And then, if you need to, go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. 
Go do what you need to do. It's not a sin to do that. Asa got into trouble again because he sought the physicians and not the Lord. And he knew better. God had so miraculously through the years gave answers to prayer. And here right. he is, he's looking to the natural. Mm -hmm. When we lean to the natural, we're going to get what the natural can give us. That's when we right. lean to the spiritual, mm -hmm. we're going to get what the spiritual has to offer. And when I'm talking about spiritual, I'm talking about what heaven, what the Lord Jesus Christ purchased for us has to offer. That's Amen. Right. Amen. Well, so, and you see it throughout the scriptures too. As long as they sought the Lord, they were made to prosper. Mm -hmm. So as long as we seek the Lord first, that's right. it doesn't mean you can't, and you know, we're not supposed to put our trust in other things. But it doesn't mean you can't seek other things, but we always want to seek the Lord first. Right. And what he has to say about the situation. Run to him first. Never run from him. Run to him. Right. And as long as we put him first, the Bible says, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to us. So mm -hmm. again, it's about seeking him first. Yep. I just was talking to someone. Someone from church called me today and they were just talking about the blessings of the Lord upon their life and how, you know, they, they're living their life seeking God, putting him first in the things, endeavoring to please him in all the different areas of their life. And all of us, uh, we're striving for the mastery, or at least we should be. So it's not like any of us have arrived, but our focus, we're looking at the bullseye. We're aiming for the bullseye to please the Lord in everything yeah. we do. And when we are, that's the heart that pleases God. Yes. That's the heart. Uh, we brought up, I think, a couple of weeks ago about Amaziah, another king in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. The Bible talks about he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, but his heart was not perfect. Mm -hmm. Well, what's a perfect heart? Willing to do what God wants you to do mm -hmm. and having the motivation having to the do right it, motives. having the right motives to do it right. Mm -hmm. So you can do things with eye service, mm -hmm. but it's when we do it from the heart that matters to God because God is always looking at the heart. That's why he said, talking about David, even though David sinned and he, he was a man of war, he did many things wrong. But God said, he's a man after my own heart. Mm -hmm. Why? Because he got it right. Amen. He repented when he Nathan the, the prophet, right when Nathan the prophet came to him, as you remember in the scriptures, he yeah. said, you're the man, David. And mm -hmm. David just was cut to the heart mm -hmm. and he repented before almighty God because he, he had he a heart when he caused, of course, Uriah the Hittite to go mm -hmm. out and mm -hmm. in, the, in the front of the battle and then withdrew the troops and he died. Mm -hmm. Well, he got killed. God is looking at the heart <clears throat> yes. on your job. Do things as unto the Lord. If we do it as unto the Lord, then what we understand is, is the Lord's always watching more so than the boss could ever watch. That's right. If we just do our work well, when the boss is around, mm -hmm. that's not doing it right from the heart. That's right. And that'll hinder your prosperity. It will hinder you from receiving from God. So whatever you do, do heartily, as it says there in the book of Colossians, do heartily as unto the Lord and not the men, because the Bible tells us we receive our reward mm -hmm. from the Lord. We serve the Lord Christ. So even when you're serving in a particular area in a business and you think it's just natural, the Lord sees that. 
as serving him Amen. if you'll do it with the yes, right heart. Does. And that's how the Lord can bring you promotion, even when it looks like a untenable situation in the natural. Mm -hmm. So praise God. God. God believes in prospering you and helping you in every situation of life. But again, these are things that we need to do his way. Do it Amen. with a perfect heart. And a perfect heart is, doesn't mean that we never sin anymore or we're so perfect and, and we have a religious mindset and belief mm -hmm. that we're better than everybody else. No, it's not like that. It's just, no. I want I, I want to do things right for my heart. please the Lord. Because I want to please the yes. Lord. Amen. Yes, amen. 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 Hallelujah. So he said there, men ought always to pray and to faint not, and not to faint. In other words, there in uh, Luke 18, 1. Well, fainting is something that happens when you when you faint, and I've seen people do this, and it's happened before around me, and I've observed this, but people usually momentarily lose consciousness. Mm -hmm. So yes. if they lose consciousness, they're not awake. They're not alert. Mm -hmm. And when he talks about this, and in other places he talks about fainting in your minds, like in the book of Hebrews, what that means is many times is we grow weary in well-doing. That's a direct reference to that. When we faint in our minds, we begin to toy with the idea that nothing's changing, nothing's happening, same old, same old. Doesn't look like my prayers are being answered. And this is all in light of praying because the devil, when we're praying for our nation, he wants us to start believing something different than what we believed when we first started praying about the matter. If we get continuously, bad report after bad report. It looks like uh, this is going wrong and mm -hmm. this is not going to turn out right and everything's going wrong. Pretty soon that can web itself into our belief system through the open door of our mind and our thought life that's, that's right. getting out of control and not believing what we once believed. Because believing starts with knowledge and making a decision based on that knowledge. Well, you know, and, and you might, it seems that a person can always start out right, but what happens is these are cautionary, you know, uh, the bridge is out ahead type of thing. You can be on the right path, mm -hmm. doing the right thing, but we always have to be making our adjustments. And we were in prayer um, here this morning, then a couple days ago, but it was just quickened to me how we could grow weary and well-doing. Mm -hmm. You can start out right, and you're like, I'm full of strength, I'm full of power, I'm full of the Holy Ghost, and that's great. But you notice how it grow, you can grow weary in well-doing. It's not something where you start out weary, but it's something you can end up growing into if we don't you know, guard our, guard our hearts, put a guard on our lips, um, get your rest. We can, um, we can be so passionate about, soul, about souls and what's going on in the world that... It seems that you can, you're like, why am I so tired? Or why am I so fatigued? Well, are you praying? Are you praying in faith? Are you keeping your confession right? Are you staying plugged into prayer? And staying mm -hmm. plugged into the Word of God? And speaking right. that of yourself? Because we can be helping out and giving out and giving out. It's the same thing, no different. We've used this analogy. I'm sure others have as well. If you just run that car to the point that if you have you know, gas in your tank and you're just like, well, I'm going to go everywhere. I'm going to do all these things. The next thing you know, your car is about ready. You know, it's on E, it's on empty. Mm -hmm. And you, you can't run on fumes. Maybe mm -hmm. you can 
kind of scoot along to the next gas station, but we have to fill up our, our gas tanks and we have to do the same thing spiritually. We have to fill up on the Word of God. We have to fill up and stay mm -hmm. plugged into prayer. That's why prayer is so essential. And yes. you see that in Ephesians 6 too. You know, we've got to put on the whole armor of God. And the Lord is our strength. But we have to stay plugged into Him at all times. Amen. Amen. So fainting in our minds, we have to be careful about that. That we don't allow that to come into our life and stay steady. Mm -hmm. Staying steady in whatever we're doing for the Lord yes. denotes faithfulness. Faithfulness is key. The Bible says God is faithful. Aren't we glad he's faithful? Amen. He's faithful. The Bible Amen. says he hastened his, his word to perform it in Jeremiah 1.17. So God is faithful. He wants us to be faithful, to believe him, to trust him, to pray, mm -hmm. and to be faithful to pray for our nation Amen. because it gives him permission to be able to move and to do the things that he wants to do and God is able to work in the back room. He's able to work in homes where no one else can go because That's he right. works on the heart of people. Yes. And the Lord, it reminds me of the scripture there, and I think it's Acts 16, where the Bible talks about Lydia. And it says, whose heart the Lord had opened. Mm -hmm. So we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We're, we wrestle against the forces of darkness. And albeit they are defeated, legally speaking, by the Lord Jesus Christ, yes. and it was done 2,000 years ago, we need to enforce their defeat Amen. by using the name of Jesus and by using the weaponry that we have been given. Amen. Even as it says, honey, you just quoted there from, or mentioned Ephesians 6. And the last part of that, putting on the armor of God, being strong in the Lord and in the power of his might is, and take the sword of the Spirit, this yes. is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying. Praying. So yes. we take the Word of God, praying. Amen. So being consistent yes. in our prayer life, being steady, yes. keeping the switch of faith turned on, believing that sight unseen, God is moving on these politicians. God is moving on people and influencers to get the right people in the right places. Mm-hmm to do the right things, to say the right things, and that people's hearts are right. Yes. Because as it says there in the book of Job, it talks about the Lord is the one who softens the hearts. Amen. And we need people to have their hearts softened. That's right. And God's counting on you. He's counting on us to pray. It's really important because, you know, he says, come, let us reason together. And mm -hmm. the Lord wants to hear our cause. He wants to hear us bring up these prayer petitions before him. That's right. You know, 1 John 5, 14 and 15 says, Now this is the confidence that we have that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. Mm -hmm. And that we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. And so it's very important that Amen. we uh, pray without ceasing. We come to him. We base it on the word of God. You know, he says there in Second Chronicles 7, 14, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and turn from the wicked ways, then he'll seek, hear, my and seek my face. Again, we're talking about seeking the Lord to prosper. So there's a beautiful design here of the Lord and mm -hmm. for success and how he wants us, not only for our own selves, but to what Amen. we want to see happen in, in the world around us and in our country. Amen. God's counting on you. He's counting on you. Yes, me. you have a supply. You have a supply mm -hmm. by the Spirit of God in your prayer closet. 
So right. seek God. I think one scripture here in Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, and this is apropos because this is a spiritual law. It's a law in prayer. It says in Galatians 6, 7, it says, Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of his flesh, of the flesh, reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap ever, life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing. Verse mm -hmm. 9. Yes. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. If we faint not. Now, right. That goes right with what we shared here in a few minutes ago from Luke 18.1. The men ought always to pray and to faint not. Mm -hmm. Prayer is sowing. Prayer is sowing. You're sowing to the Spirit. Yes. And you can look at it that way. Now it's talking about other things too, but you're you're sowing. Can I read? We're gonna really we're gonna we're gonna reap though in due season if and there's the big word there if we faint not, mm -hmm. we quit doing it. That's right. We quit praying. Well, the scripture right up above it, honey, is referring to what you're talking about right now. Galatians six eight says, "For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit." Reap life everlasting. So right. there's a sowing and a reaping process that takes place right there with our prayer life. Yes. Besides everything else that we do. Amen. A lot of spiritual laws in place. You're sowing to the Spirit. You're sowing to the Spirit. You're, you're praying reap. in the name of Jesus. I'm praying. Christians all over the United States and around the world are praying, not particularly because of the elections coming up. Don't minimize or allow the enemy to minimize the devil your prayer supply and the and the spirit of god flowing through you as you pray and intercede mm -hmm. and hold up this nation and the leaders thereof that all things hidden are revealed and Amen. that god softens the hearts of those that need to have their heart further softened and that righteousness reigns in this nation that's right and the truth Amen. bears out Amen. and just men Reigning in the fear of God, as it says there in 2 Samuel 23, people, men and women, rule in the fear of God. That's what we're believing for and contending for. We have to relieve the results up to God when we've done what we can in the natural and the spiritual. God has to do his part, and he always does. Praise God. Amen. So we shouldn't be deceived. You might be out there today and you say, Pastor, I don't know for sure if I even know the Lord Jesus Christ as my own personal Savior. I don't know that if I died today that I would go to heaven. I've got good news for you. The scripture says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But the Lord, first of all, by the Holy Spirit, when we hear something, perhaps you heard today and the message further stirred you to know and realize that you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. Today you can know him. That's real life change. It's called being born again. It's receiving eternal life. And it's a work that is done by the Holy Spirit based on us asking Jesus to come into our heart, to cleanse us, to forgive us, to create us anew, to bring us into the Father's family. So if that's you out there, I want you to bow your head right now or get on your knees if you can and pray with me. Let your heart agree with the words that you speak and say these words but it must come out of your heart. Yeah. This is not just 
fire insurance to escape hell. There's a real heaven to gain and a hell to shun. This is for life change. Mm -hmm. This is for life change. Amen. Okay? Amen. This is the first step, not the last step. So if that's you out there today, I want you to pray this with me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I come to you. I come to in you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I ask you. And I ask you. To come into my heart. To come into my heart. I receive you, Jesus. I receive you, Jesus. As my personal Savior. As my personal Savior. I believe. I believe. That you were raised from the dead. That you were raised from the dead. On that third day. On that third day. And I believe. And I believe. That your blood was spilled. That your blood was spilled. For the forgiveness of my sins. For the forgiveness of my sins. So I could be redeemed. So that I could be redeemed. And brought back into the Father's family. And brought back into the Father's family. So right now. So right now. I accept Jesus. I accept Jesus. As my Savior. As my Savior. And I want to place him. And I want to place him. As the head of my life. As the head of my life. The Lord of my life. The Lord of my life. And I want to thank you, Father. And I want to thank you, Father. Right now. Right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, if that's you out there that you prayed that, or you should have prayed that, I want you to contact us. You can see the website there on the screen below. Contact us. You can send us an email through the website and let us hear from you. We want to send you some materials free of charge to help you as you start your newfound walk with the Lord. Again, it's only the beginning. It's not the end. That's right. All right? Mm -hmm. We want to hear from you today, okay? Praise God. Mm -hmm. And you can actually even call us at 503-692-9673, and we'd be glad to pray with you more in depth. Mm -hmm. Amen? Yeah. Praise God. Well, at this time, we're going to receive communion together. As I mentioned earlier in the service, what a joy it is to celebrate the Lord's table. Amen. We celebrate the cup, which speaks of the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the bread, which speaks of his broken body, which is broken for our physical healing. Jesus redeemed us from all the power of the hand of the devil. Mm -hmm. Jesus, it says in 1 John 3, 8, it says, for this purpose, the son of God was made manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. Mm -hmm. And you might be out there today and you might be sick, your body racked with pain, have tumors, have some type of disease, whatever it is, it's been paid for 2,000 years ago yes. by the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So as we receive this today, this is symbolic. We're going to pray over this. By the hand of faith, you say, Lord, healing belongs to me. I want to read this scripture to you. Yes. From 1 Corinthians chapter 11, it says, verse 23, it says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that this Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Mm -hmm. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Amen. So right now, as we receive this bread, yes. do you want to pray over this, honey? Yes. And, you know, the healing anointing is a manifestation right now. And uh, when we talk about the Lord and his goodness, when we talk about the he his healing power, you know, he always man manifests according to how we're talking about him. Yes. And, and I, I so... Right now, as we pray, 
you go ahead and receive healing for your body. Yes. Whatever you are experiencing, any pain, any suffering, any inflammation, the Lord wants to quicken his healing power and minister That's his right. healing power to you right now. So let's agree in prayer. Amen. Yes. So, Father God, as we come before you, we're so thankful, Father. We thank you, Lord, for that healing anointing, that anointing that destroys every yoke of bondage Amen. is coming upon every person that's watching this today, this service online. We thank you, Lord. There's no distance in the spirit realm. And we thank you, Lord, they can reach out with a hand of faith and receive and say, Lord, I take hold of my healing right now in Jesus' name. As I eat this bread in, in remembrance of you, Lord. And we thank you for that healing anointing, destroying every yoke of bondage. Jesus and that name. every person that's watching today, participating today, they are every whit whole in the name of Jesus. And we receive as we eat right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank, thank you, you, Lord. Jesus. We receive, Lord. Thank you, thank Lord. Thank you for that. And start declaring over your body, by his stripes, I am healed. Mm -hmm. By the stripes yes. of Jesus, himself took our infirmities and bare yes. our sicknesses. That legally belongs to you as a Christian. Mm -hmm. Healing belongs to you. Amen. It is the children's bread. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Amen. Now the Amen. cup represents the spilled blood of Jesus. And as we receive this together, we want to thank the Lord that he's forgiven us of all of our guilty stain. Mm -hmm. And by his precious blood, he brought us into the family of God. That's mm -hmm. the greatest family that we could ever be a part Amen. of. And it's an eternal Amen. family. Amen. And so let's pray over the cup right now before we receive. Father God, we do thank, thank you for this opportunity mm -hmm. to receive communion together, to receive of the cup, which represents your spilled blood, Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. We want to thank you today for the forgiveness that you've given to us and the forgiveness that we can receive whenever we ask, according to thank 1 John 1, 9. We love you and we want to thank yes, you, Father God, for bringing us into your family. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we want to thank you. Thank you Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. The Lord is good, isn't he? Yes, he is. So wonderful. Mm -hmm. So wonderful to be serving God in this day, in this hour, in these last days. We appreciate you tuning into the broadcast today. Praise God. Until next time, we encourage you as we shared today. Stay in prayer. Offer your prayer supply for these upcoming elections. Stand in the gap, which is intercession, and know that our prayers are making a difference. The best is yet to come. The harvest is going to come in, and Jesus is coming soon. Yes, yes. We love you. God loves you. God bless you.